Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Attempted Delivery. I'm Damianopoulos. Yeah, I'm Sean Dickensheets. Episode 27. Is it 27? 27. I thought last episode was 22. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, we just keep plugging That's right weird. along. <laughs> Indeed. It's hard to, hard to believe we've been at it this long. Yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't complain. I was going to say I can't complain. That's a damn lie. <laughs> I fucking spent like all Sunday putting up this to gazebo. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the ones you buy and like put together and stuff uh, from like Amazon or Ikea or whatever. Fucking, I never even finished. Like I spent like four hours putting this thing together and the the fucking roof is like the, these like metal plates that are like kind of shingles and I we couldn't get him in. Like they wouldn't. You have to like slide them in between like this. It's like a sleeve kind of like metal like bars, mm-hmm. and you have to slide them up into like the peaks in each like triangle part of the roof. And fuck, never did. It's just sitting there with no <laughs> roof, just open. It's just a skeleton of a gazebo, completely serving no purpose whatsoever. We, the we, whole purpose of the gazebo is to have the little yes. roof, like. <laughs> well, and especially because it's over, we have like a little hot tub. Mm. So like, it's the purpose is to have it over the hot uh, tub, especially when it's cold. And now it's cold, and now we like don't even really want to use the hot because it's like freezing out. I mean, we will still, but so now I have to. Wait, I'm pretty much busy all week, so it just has to sit there until next Sunday. Sounds like some first world problems. It is some. Oh, the gazebo for my hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It's definitely some first world problems, but aggravating nonetheless. (laughs) We're supposed to be relatable to the people that we work with. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. Well, hopefully it won't blow away like my thing did. Yeah, well, there's nothing to catch the wind because it's a skeleton, so it should be fine for now. True, fair enough. Yeah, I was so pissed. One thing that I'm going to try Sunday is to loosen the parts mm. so that they like move more, like the, the the braces to put it together. Hopefully that'll That's work. That's probably it. Yeah, and yeah, apparently like, like if you look at the reviews, that is what everybody else bitched about. So, so like, but they didn't say they couldn't do it. So I have to do it, right? Like, I can't just give up and just not have a gazebo. <laughs> hey, you mentioned IKEA. It's it's supposed to be like supposedly like super simple to put together, but the pic there's usually no words and just yeah, some really yeah. vague pictures at a really weird angle. Yeah, that looks like some like MC Escher drawing. Like, <laughs> it's like what is happening <laughs> yeah. here? Like, yeah. Yeah, I it had words, but not many. It definitely right. could have been more. And it also, they could have like put, they could have done it differently. It's like, dude, you guys suck. <laughs> <sighs> like, because <laughs> each, you know how like if you picture like four, it's like a regular four uh, like pyramid top, and so there's four triangles, but then each one of those is split into two down the middle. So it's Ooh. technically eight isosceles triangles. <laughs> I guess we're gonna, and each each one of the eight triangles is there's three sheets. So you have to like jam it up underneath and then like you'll, and it's like sheet metal, I guess, but it's really flexible. So it fucking moves while you're trying to jam it in. And then it's also light and it bends when you're trying to jam. So like you're bending it and then it's moving like crazy. (laughs) And then like, you'll like go to readjust and they'll like the other two will fall out. And then 
it's, you're doing it above your head because you have to have a ladder, <laughs> right. but you can't have too tall of a ladder because then you'd be through the, it, then you can't put the roof on. It's, it's really aggravating. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. So that, nice. that was my one day off that I got. I got to, I got to fuck with the gazebo all day. I got to miss my Steelers actually play well. I, I was listening to the game and it sounded wonderful, but Yeah. <laughs> Now you're gonna be all superstitious. Like I have to be putting together a project every Sunday so they'll <laughs> do the good. Steelers win. Because <laughs> when I watch, they take a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stop watching. <laughs> Maybe they uh, went to the local schools around here for fucking geometry. Yeah. Like how they cut the fucking pizza yeah. around here. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're sick of hearing me, but like, <laughs> I, I grew up in in Maryland, Ellicott City, Baltimore, like. Never had this issue like pizza traditionally eight slices. Yeah, relatively even. This is the only area I know where like you can get a pizza with nine slices. That's <laughs> a geometry. Yeah, joke. it's a good joke. Think it's think a- about that, people. <laughs> think about how that would happen. It's possible here. <laughs> it, it, yeah, you're not wrong. I actually like it. I actually kind of like it because then if you're like because. I'm fat as shit. I'll eat like an entire pizza, but I can like, all right, I want one more piece, but I don't want one of the big pieces. Right. I'll, I'll eat like one smaller piece. But that one you sent me a text, like a picture of, that was ridiculous. That it piece was, was like two inches wide. Right. And then the other piece across from it was like fucking 12 inches. It was, that was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. But I, at this point, I think they're just fucking with you. I think so. <laughs> I've, I've legit had to just say, don't cut the pizza. Like when I ordered it, I just, don't do it. I will save you the trouble. <laughs> buy like a buy, buy my own pizza cutter. <laughs> oh man. Uh my weekend wasn't bad. It was the wife's birthday. Oh nice. Um I never said happy birthday. That's right. <laughs> happy birthday, Kate. <laughs> um we had a little excursion we did uh in Strasbourg. Is that how you pronounce that? I think so. Um they have these little uh, I gotta stop fucking doing that. What? I noticed. I literally in the beginning of last episode, I had to keep. <laughs> I had to cut out. I kept on going, <laughs> like, and yeah. I'm sure that is driving people insane because <laughs> it, it made me mental that I had to actually cut it out. Um, so I'll try to stop that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did this little uh, train ride. Uh-huh. It's just this little 45 minute train ride through Amish country where you like go out 20, 25 minutes and then just come back. Um, that was kind of fun. Then we went to, uh, the North museum in Lancaster, uh, where they have like a planetarium show. Planetarium show is kind of all right. Yeah. Yeah. But they have different exhibits. It's a cool little museum. It's very Mm -hmm. small, but they have like some legit fossils. They have like a live animal room. Um, the basement has, uh, this, um, all of these like preserved birds. It's wild. Like thousands. Like preserve of, like feathers and as, all, or yeah, just yeah, the... like taxidermied, like oh, okay. dating yeah, yeah. back to like the eighteen hundreds. Oh, jeez, and that kind of thing. Um, but w- the whole point of this story was a, a funny little thing as we were going in. So all of the birds are in this basement room in these glass cases, like these cabinets, but the cabinets themselves are antique. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if the exact age, but like some of the birds are from the 1800s. So as you're going, you have to go down these stairs and above there's 
a, a sign and we go through it and I, I saw that she like stopped like I went through the door I, I'd stop and turn around she was like looking at the and she was like Auntie Cabernet what's Cabernet <laughs> and immediately she recognized she was like Cabinet <laughs> it says Antique Cabinet yeah. Museum <laughs> I mean she did catch it like immediately yeah, Cabernet but it <laughs> I do shit like that all the time. That was that that was kind of what I was going to get at is do you have ever ever have those moments where you like either ultra like fancify a word that's just like a basic oh, yeah. word like cabinet yeah, <laughs> and try to make yeah. a fan or you're trying to like it just takes a second to commute. I mean, with her it was instant. As soon as she said it she was like cabinet cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was instant. Um but yeah, I was, I was going to ask if you ever had any oh, of these I'm the moments. worst with that. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> terrible with shit like that. I, I can't even think of... I can think of one example. I, I've literally done that, especially when I was younger. I used to do it all the time. Like, I'd read a word and literally just say it wrong forever. Right. Or like... Uh, I'm not going to say their actual name, but there was a there was a name on like my route, and mm. the name I I called him Panini, and it wasn't <laughs> Panini, but like it's just like I read it and that's what it was forever. It was just Panini, and then one day because I talked to these people too, and I'm like one day I was like, oh I should not I should actually learn how to say the name. Like it just like created just this fucking. It just created. It just made that was the name in my head. Panini was the name, and I'm like, I can't keep doing that. What if I say it to them? Like I can't. Like <laughs> right. I, I need to like. But like all the time, like, I'll like. I've already known stuff for years and didn't realize I was saying the wrong thing. I wish I could think <laughs> of an example of that. I can remember phrases like "nipped in the butt." <laughs> I always thought it was "butt," like right. "nipped in the ass." <laughs> like I literally didn't realize till literally two years ago that. It was nipped in the bud. I'm like, oh, that makes a little bit more sense. I always I, wondered why you were why you would nip something in the ass. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I uh, I had one, and it was shortly after we actually moved up here. And there's the the major creek or waterway that's not the Susquehanna. Mm-hmm. And I had only seen this word in print. In my defense, yeah. So yeah. when you only see it in print, you don't really necessarily know. Yeah, like Chameleon. Pronounce right. <laughs> um, so I said something like, because the fucking thing stinks, you can smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, oh, it smells like the cauteris. <laughs> and everyone in the room was like... I almost didn't even know what you were saying. Yeah, but everyone in the room was like, it's Cadoris, stupid. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I've only heard it, or I've only read the yeah. word. Like, fuck I'm, you, I'm Greek. <laughs> right, I, I made it Greek. Right. <laughs> the Greek cauteris. <laughs> <laughs> um i pronounce it how it should be pronounced in proper english <laughs> in bread mother i don't know about but- <laughs> that i think actually it sounds i don't know maybe because i'm from here but right well exactly you had probably always heard it and probably yeah, didn't even yeah. think about it um <laughs> just like anybody passing through maryland is probably gonna see a sign and say oh that's bowie maryland not Bowie maryland like oh for sure you know what i mean like but um I I forget that that is Bowie. Like I knew, right. I know of Bowie, Maryland, but right. I forget that that. Like if I saw a sign, I might have to think, "Oh, Bowie, Maryland." Might it's have, spelled it, like I David Bowie, yeah, like exactly. you know what I mean? But but yeah, in my defense, I had only seen the word written. You say Lancaster too? I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until people, yeah, gave me enough shit when I moved up here. <laughs> that one's easy though. I understand right, that right. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that it, uh, I was saving this in case we ran out of stuff, but since we're kind of on it, <laughs> <laughs> um, malapropisms. Okay. Which is exactly <laughs> like the nipped in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, and I was trying to think of any others. Um, oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah. And there was there was so a, the term for that. That's the term for a phrase like that or expression. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where you kind of uh, misquote the the actual oh, okay. saying. Damn, people are so dumb. They had to make a term just for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something. Um, a show I've uh, harassed you to yeah. watch, uh, The Sopranos. Oh, okay. They were rampant with them, and okay. they were always. Oh gold. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There's yeah. there was so many. Good ones. Um, just a quick phrase. Um, and I'm not going to explain because if I say who said it, it's not going to mean anything to yeah, you yeah. without having. So, so I'll just uh, Quasimodo predicted all of this. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like Nostradamus. Uh-huh. Or, um, that's that's funny. Uh, revenge is like serving cold cuts. <laughs> There's that famous <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah. revenge is, is a, a dish, dish served cold. cold yeah. right? <laughs> so, um, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're trying to create dysentery among the ranks. So like dissension. <laughs> yeah. um, dysentery. I was prostate with grief. Uh, was, uh, you're at a precipice of an enormous crossroads. Jeez. So it's like, there was one character, uh, little Carmine, who was the son of one of the New York bosses. Uh-huh. Carmine. And like, that was like his thing. Like just fucking up phrases. Yeah. And he was, he was always doing it with like, he was the perfect straight man for it. Cause he would be talking like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, with such conviction <laughs> and say things like that. That sounds really funny. Um, but yeah, that, that just made me think of think of that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could think of more. I, ha- I've ha- I have like 30 of those. Like, I guarantee <laughs> it. Not so much phrases like that, but definitely like things that I've heard so much that I didn't realize. Like, because when people say it, it sounds different. Like it sounds faster. And then when you see it written, they're like, "What?" Like I can't even think of like, what's the county around here? Schoolkill County. It's like spelled S C H Shylock. It's like yeah. the craziest shit. Like okay, dude. Like just stop. Like why, why would it ever be spelled like that? Right. Yeah. There's yeah. Schoolkill. Schoolkill. Yeah. Schoolkill. Yeah. That's how I've heard it pronounced. Yeah, and it's pronounced. But it's spelled like. Sh- shy kill or something yeah like yeah like yeah, s-h-y yeah. kill yeah there's yeah. a couple of u's in yeah, there i think like, it's school kill county yeah which is weird <laughs> <laughs> school kill yeah i don't like that i don't like <laughs> no, these days you can't be talking like that uh yeah fucking, which is funny in the in the days when i was doing like the shuck and artwork door-to-door uh-huh. thing um that i had mentioned in, in a pretty early episode uh, we would drive from Glen Burnie, which is actually near Bowie, Maryland, mm-hmm. um, uh, to wherever, you know, a few hours away. I mean, you could drive down the street, but you could also drive a few hours away. And sometimes we'd get gas happy and go real fucking far. Yeah, and we yeah. drove all the way from Glen Burnie all the way up there. Jeez. And as we're going, we're seeing all these cars like parked on the side of the road and people just walking into the woods. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. We're like, what is happening? We get into this little town, and it's like the entire town is shut down. It was like South Park. It was like yeah, this yeah. quiet little mountain town. Yeah, yeah. And we start like trying to hit some doors, and they're like, "Yeah, like hunting season just started. Like the entire town no shut shit. down. That's for hilarious. Schools closed, everything, and like we're from like 
the Baltimore area yeah. where like, you close for hunting. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's hunting? Right. <laughs> you know, you know they have that meat at the grocery yeah, store, yeah. right? Like <laughs> you go to Giant. I don't right. understand. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're hunting to save money on the meat. Yeah. How much did that hunting gear cost? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know over time, I'm just yeah, being yeah. silly. But yeah, it was just wild to us. It was like culture shock. Like, Yeah. Well, I don't think that's... I mean, it's probably not the only reason. But just answer, or a tradition thing, too. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. true. But yeah, it was, it was wild. The whole town shut down. It's like, that's so funny. Glad we just drove three some hours to get there. When you could have probably just went like one county over and maybe had people still there. Right. Gettysburg might have been all right. But I don't know. They might shut down for hunting season, too. I don't True. Know. Or hunt first day of hunting, too. <laughs> I always forget about that, that places do that. Some places will have like tractor day and shit. Right. Red, even Red Line, like not even that far out, really. Just right over here, does which I think they have a drive your tractor to school day or whatever. <laughs> they at least used to. I don't know if they still do, but they're not even that far out, really. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was thinking Children of the Corn when you first said leaving, <laughs> leaving cars. <laughs> it could have been like I mean, <laughs> it, it definitely had an eerie vibe, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny you said that. Speaking of eerie, did you see? Um, watch uh your mom's house podcast this week i did not yet no. he uh <laughs> so a few weeks a little while ago like it was on like his his other uh tom segura's other podcast two bears one cave and he was talk uh with like joe rogan and he was talking about how he hates erie pennsylvania like he just fucking hates it he, from basically one bad experience there but like <laughs> he apparently there's like a there's a club there's actually a comedy club there that's like a bigger comedy club kind of i mean as big as it could be from erie pennsylvania right and uh he went and like they told him he tells this like whole story about like they told him to work clean and he like accepted the gig so he was like okay yeah sure i'll do i'll do clean and then when they picked him up for the airport he would, they were like, are oh, you know it's clean, right? He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then they said it again. They asked him like <laughs> eight, like eight times, dead, like, you know it's clean, right? And he's like, yeah, I know. I accepted the gig. Like, they just kept bringing <laughs> right. it up. And after the show, like, apparently, uh, like, after the show, the, the, or the club owner, like, said, apparently this club had this, um, it was like policy. Like, they only really took clean comics. Alrighty. And uh, he had a, after the show, she like said something to him and he was like, Hey, how, how was it? Or whatever. I, you know, I did, you know, whatever. And she's like, you said penis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's, he's like, that's anatomically correct. Right, like right. what the fuck? Like really? That's it. But either <laughs> that's way, that's in your kid's textbook. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> on the, on the podcast, he says like, fucking everybody from Erie is a bunch of fucking zeros like just it's like really harsh it's so funny and it just makes me laugh whenever it's like 90 per, 90 percent of the stuff when people talk about pennsylvania is is like wildly negative right. it's like always either like oh yeah philadelphia is like trash mm-hmm. or Kentucky, like it's just like Pennsylvania. It's just so funny, like just hearing because it's pretty much all I ever hear about Pennsylvania when I bet, which is barely ever anyway. But uh, yeah, and then the, the fucking eerie news, like a news channel, picked it up <laughs> and p- played the clip of him saying that. 
saying that it's a bunch of zeros. (laughs) And if you grew up in Erie, you're just like dead. Like you're just like hopeless. (laughs) And it's so funny. And they they showed the mayor and like showed like a bunch. And the mayor was like kind of upset. Not like mad, but like a little like just disappointed that he said that about his town. And they showed it. Then it showed a clip of them showing like a couple cops and they like laughed. They fucking right. laughed as soon as he said it. Like because they of, have to deal with the dregs of Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were like, "Well, yeah, I can see why some people would be upset, but yeah, you gotta have a, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself." It was just so funny to see them like right. the, the reaction. And the news anchor like looked like he legitimately was like upset about it. He was like legitimately like just disrespected. It was so funny that a fucking news network. Right. That that that's news. Like just what he's getting a lot more specific because in the in the one special, and then he even doubled down on the following special about <laughs> the whole entire state of Louisiana. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should build a border wall around that state. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm, it's so funny that when like some people just hate. I can't remember if it was in that podcast or if it was another one. I know Joe Rogan like hates Connecticut. He's like, it's a fucking highway from Boston to New York. That's all it is. And it's just, it's dog shit the entire way. It's so funny when people hate a place. I'm trying to think, uh, the only other person I can think of, Sam Morell, like hates Naples, Florida. Just, <laughs> so he had specific. like horrible shows there mm-hmm. and just like, just hates that. <laughs> every time, I guess every time they go, they just have terrible shows there. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. And places definitely have vibes. But you can't write off an entire place. No, no, and I, I don't think anybody legitimately is, but it's right. so funny it's, that, like, Rogan said he'll never go to Connecticut. He will never <laughs> perform in Connecticut again. Again, he doesn't have to. So. No, but it's so funny. And, I mean, what, I mean, there's not exactly, like, a radio city of Connecticut, so, like, Radio City Music Hall in Connecticut. So, I mean, I don't know. Probably, probably doesn't have to go to Connecticut ever again. Right. I, uh, one band I was in, uh, I toured with them for like a summer. I was with them, I think, for a year total, uh-huh. um, but we toured during the summer. And we went to Arkansas. My dog's from Arkansas. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to make a joke, but your dog's cool. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he kind of hates you for some reason. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's getting Arkansas vibes from me or something. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. But we got to this show in like pl- different places, and this is something I learned playing shows in different venues uh, and then touring, n- not extensively, but I toured for about a summer and mm. pr- pretty much most of the eastern half of the United States. Um, different places just have a different vibe. You can feel it. Um, and we got to this show in arkansas and his bar, it just felt weird all of yeah. a sudden for for no reason whatsoever i was on alert mm-hmm. it just seemed i i couldn't put a finger on it um but this band it was it was called carmela's game and it, there was me and the drummer joe and then the uh lead singer katie it was joe's um sister and then the bass player mandy um so two girls and the the band's thing was uh catholic uniforms oh, okay. school uniforms so with the two girls being in catholic school uniforms Jeez. they were just like these older like gross drunken redneck dudes who were kind of being shitty making yeah. making gross comments um 
and that kind of thing. Joe's Joe's symbol got stolen. Uh, That's random. Yeah, yeah. So this was, one symbol. Yeah, off of the set. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I guess it was. I got it had to have been after we played because obviously he would have noticed yeah, it after. Yeah. But I guess yeah, you know yeah. we packed up and the gears. He goes to, to hit the, the fucking crash and it just misses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously it. Um, it was after, but our stuff was sitting there, and then we packed it, and I guess he realized later that it was gone. It was an expensive-ass symbol that They're he had all gotten recently, for sure. Yeah. And he uh, he went to Dave Roll route and, like, had all uh, ride symbols, even ride symbols for crashes, which are really, like, heavy. Uh-huh. And you have to pound the hell out of them. Oh, okay. To get a crash sound out of them. Um, but it was it was like a two or $300 symbol <sighs> that was stolen. So, like, just overall, it was a gross vibe. Yeah. Um, that... If if we didn't stay with some really nice people after, um, this was wild. This they had toured before, uh-huh. um, but this was my first experience touring. Okay, where it was kind of left up to chance. We didn't do hotels. Yeah, um, and maybe it was because there were two girls and not just like four gross dudes. Yeah, yeah. But during the show. The lead singer would just shout out, hey, we're in town, we're touring, we need a place to stay. Yeah. We can't afford to pay you, we have like box mac and cheese, uh-huh. and some shit we can share with you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And out of a whole summer of touring, maybe once or twice did we have to like get a place to stay. Damn, we almost dude. always just relied on the kindness of strangers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And we stayed with some really cool people that evening in arkansas and if it wasn't for that i probably would write off that whole state yeah yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah. it was just like a terrible experience like a for gross sure. gross yeah. vibe gross redneck dudes yeah talking gross shit to to the two girls joe symbol getting stolen that kind of thing is is you know not a great experience but we did end up staying with some really cool nice people i was uh-huh. like playing some like Allison Chains on guitar and the dude was singing like it was, yeah, was kind of yeah. like a more fun vibe that's like, cool that yeah yeah but it, those people saved Arkansas because as far as I'm concerned nothing else ever good <laughs> yeah. ever came out yeah. there so yeah yeah <laughs> I heard skateboarding there's pretty dope I met nice. a dude I actually now that you say that I met a dude he was he he was he for some reason I forget why but he was visiting York from Arkansas and he was like a super nice guy like a real like yeah, I mean some yeah, you you can meet a lot of good people like nice people at like skate parks and stuff just random you know because I guess you you know have something in common with anybody you meet at a skate park but uh he was like very nice dude and he was there for here for like a few weeks and uh or at least a couple weeks and he was like the like one of the, like a very nice dude but he said like skateboarding there. Now, you know what? I'm mixing up places. Arizona is what I'm thinking of. Alrighty. He actually said there wasn't much skateboarding where he was from in Arkansas. So the opposite of what I said. <laughs> the, the exact opposite. <laughs> it's apparently maybe not so good in, in Arkansas for skateboarding. <laughs> I think he said he had like one park, actually, that he had that he could go to. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mixed that up pretty bad. <laughs> but he was a super nice dude. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's good people everywhere, but yeah. So, if any listeners from Arkansas, we're not gonna, <laughs> gonna shit on you, right? But if you're from Erie, fuck you, now, <laughs> I, it's actually funny because I like the idea of Erie. Like, it looks like a cool place to like live. As far as if you want to live like off, not off, not necessarily off the grid, but like 
there, there's like lands cheaper there than it is like around here in York. It's it seems nice. Like there's like lakes. It seems beautiful there, but probably not a lot to do. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, what's this podcast about again? <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit about comedy. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, you didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I guess it's been. It feels like it's been longer than a week. But uh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I guess last week we had our first guest, uh, Kyle Shahan, and um, and that and that was cool. But yeah, I haven't been. Typically, we kind of recap the open mics that we've done. I, I didn't do one since last Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went this Monday. I did not go. Yeah. yeah. Um. How How was it? Uh, it was good. Um. I finally didn't bomb in front of Kyle. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you think I'll have to ask him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After my set, he was like, "Huh, that head injury made you funnier." <laughs> but uh, no, it was nice. There was like some. There was again. There was some people there that were actually like there to observe and stuff, which is always cool. Nice. I'd love to keep that going for sure. That makes for it sure. so. It's so you think it's funny because you think it'd be more pressure, but it definitely works out better having somebody to actually. That's not a comic to bounce jokes off of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it works out. It seems to work out better. You get a little more response, or at least, even if you don't get a response, it's like, well, it's not because it's the same. You're four, getting real four feedback. Or five people. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, okay, I guess I'm just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess these jokes just suck. <laughs> But yeah, I don't um No, it was uh it went well. I uh I definitely I definitely started off a little rough. for some reason I maybe I maybe it had been it had been over a week, I guess. I guess it had been exactly a week. No, no, it had been over a week since the last time I did it. Mm-hmm. Before before Monday. So uh it started off I was like a little rough to start cuz I just didn't I don't know I was just like oh shit am I like I started like not to remember shit like I was like struggling to remember stuff but then I kind of like reined it in cuz like but in the past if I start to, if I it like goes off the rails the whole it usually continues <laughs> and does not get back on the rails but I actually kind of like st- I noticed myself like forgetting shit and I'm like all right stop doing that like focus mm-hmm. and i like actually was able to like bring it in i guess nice yeah so it was like i averted that forgetting my entire you know and it helped that like i started off with a couple jokes about falling and hitting my head and stuff yeah it was just like a little bit shaky to get comfortable up there and then after i was like all right all right all right and then kind of like then i did jokes that i knew well mm-hmm. so like that helped remember like i didn't forget those and then i kind of like so it went yeah it went all right awesome. it went pretty well awesome we'll see how it goes tomorrow <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't been uh since last monday so going tomorrow which will be thursday mm-hmm. um you know a week and a half or so or today to, well true yeah today. later tonight guys <laughs> for the people listening um <laughs> not that i mean People are Nobody be cares. Next week, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares if uh, <laughs> we have we have day jobs, so we can't uh, just record and release right. podcasts on the same day. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting with the with the bigger room, but I'm really trying to have a different approach, and I'm trying to not beat myself up about like not going Monday just because I just wasn't in the right headspace. I'm trying to 
take to heart kind of what um what we spoke to with Kyle last episode mm-hmm. where it, it you don't have to live and die on every open mic or even every joke in the open mic like it's okay to not go I don't want to make that a habit yeah, yeah but I also don't want to beat myself up too much either I'm just trying to like be a little more gentle with myself and realizing like okay I need to not go tonight because I'm just not in the right headspace <laughs> but then uh, realize that there are times where it's like you're gonna have to do that you're not feeling it but you go anyway yeah, because yeah. those have been some of the best times uh-huh. when you just push through and just power through and just, and just yeah yeah and just go anyway so I'm really trying to balance that um because this whole thing that we've been doing since May as far as going to stand up and, and the podcast. Like I, I feel like before then I was in a weird, dark place and I don't know that necessarily doing all this has brought me out of it or if it's just taken me to a different weird, dark place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I realized that I was just putting too much uh, pressure on everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like this one joke. If this doesn't land, it like it doesn't. It means this, or or you know, it just really it doesn't matter because it all matters. If that makes any sense, like it's. Yeah, it's yeah. I was trying to like live and die on, on jokes at an open mic that five people went to. Yeah, and yeah. Four of five of those people yeah. are other comics and that kind of thing. So it's um wanting to continue to take it seriously because i don't want to as i don't want to be lazy with it yeah yeah. as far as like not writing or not going and that kind of thing but not take it so seriously or personally because and i'm trying to reframe going to an open mic as far as like saying i did good or did bad yeah 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 because it's it's not it's not that type of performance Uh it's like that kind of thing should be saved for an actual show like Sure. This is what I could have done better. This is, and I've been I've been analyzing open mics. Yeah, yeah. As if they were show performances. It's mm-hmm. it is a performance in a sense, but in another sense, it's practice for the performance. Uh-huh. And I I haven't been approaching it, so I'm trying to 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 reshift my focus that way and, and loosen the fuck up <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, have fun yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, because it is fun and I have had those moments, so I know it's possible, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I quickly forget that uh-huh. and just go to a different place. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reframe it and, and approach it from a different direction mm-hmm. that feels, it feels a little more freeing. It feels a little more loose and uh, yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah no, that's kind of no. where I'm at with it. It's so I, I felt bad for not going, but I I also felt good for saying, you know what? You're not in the right headspace. Yeah, yeah. And you can either trust that that is going to put you in a better headspace, but you can also recognize that you're going to go and you're going to get on stage and you're just going to come off like an angry fucking curmudgeon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's like, you know, let me get my head right and then get back to it and approach it in a better way. Yeah. Not like avoid it and then stay in that headspace so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just trying to rearrange my my head around it <laughs> yeah because bombing definitely doesn't help anything 
<laughs> no, no. So it's like, fuck. Now but in a way, because it does, because it kind of makes you more resilient. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I'd say for both of us, we're not taking it so bad. Like, oh, God, I did no. so bad. No, and, and every time and, it happens, it, it's actually easy. It's like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should. Fu- Eventually. Right. It's kind of funny. <laughs> no, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's fun. It's funny. Oh, yeah. It, it is really funny. It's a lot funnier afterwards than it is during. <laughs> True. Especially, <laughs> I, that's why I definitely want to get used to, uh, which this could backfire too, but like doing jokes that I know work. Because then if you bomb those, it's like, oh, so just nothing worked then. Like the shit that I was supposed to do well mm-hmm. fucking bombed too. Like, damn it. <laughs> I just bombed all of it. So, yeah, and I don't, uh, yeah, I, 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 it is funny. It definitely does get easier. And I don't take the bomb. I don't. I don't take it personally. It still sucks, but I don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. It definitely gets more bombing. It does get easier, For and sure. it's funny because bombing like a real show would suck so much more. Worse. <laughs> right. So it's like, damn, yeah, I can't wait for and that's, that. And that's the thing, like, if you bomb and no one's there to hear it, is it really bombing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in, in that situation, that's what I'm trying to reframe. Yes. Cause it's, if a tree falls and no one's around, it it's did still, still make yeah, that did. sound. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. You'll I, find it later for cover moss. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I want to approach it less as I quote unquote killed or bombed, or yeah. I just worked on stuff. Some of it worked. Some of it didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of what I'm trying to re uh, reframe my head around it, uh-huh. so I don't go insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you got anything else from the open mics? I don't think so. Now I do. I I do want to get. Uh, yeah, at this, I do. I do want to get like looser. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one I do want to get looser and a little bit more comfortable, just to like kind of play with uh like to write on stage more with like and i definitely want to get to the like, i think i don't know if it was on the podcast if it was separate but kyle was talking about like taking not maybe not just a premise but taking a looser idea mm-hmm. on stage and working it out on stage like right. a lot of people do that i mean so many people do just that they mm-hmm. literally write on stage all the time and it's like i'd like to at least I don't, you don't have to, but at least to rewrite on stage, you know what I mean? Like, right. It, you might have the way you do a joke and it's like to be, to be loose enough to in the moment add to it or take, which I, I have, I mean, you've done it too, mm-hmm. just on the fly, just shit pops in your head at the moment. It's, it's funny cause you don't really think before I would think I would hear like comics talk about that and be like, I don't know how you would do that. But now it's like, okay, no, I actually I'm starting to understand the more comfortable you get. It's like the more open your mind gets to like, let stray thoughts just pop in while you're doing a joke. And then you're like, where did that come from? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm going to, you say it like actually, especially when that wasn't on my paper that I wrote. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I did. That's not in my fucking transcript. What the hell? Cause a lot of the, you know, now if it's smaller jokes, I definitely, I I'll write them out completely, but like, yeah, I guess the more, and maybe that's also with the more you do that joke that you kind of think of other stuff because it's like you're kind of elaborating it in your head because you know what you had, you and you said the last two times. So it's like, I guess you're kind of, I don't know, just more comfortable with, I guess you you have somewhere where you want to get to. 
and how you get there can just be on the fly, I suppose. But yeah, I got on. I guess I, that's definitely something I want to be comfortable enough to just like kind of let it go up there. For so sure. I don't know. Yeah, and I, more and more I feel closer to that. I mean, like I said, it's happened, but. You know, I've definitely just said small like tags and like or just comments in between jokes and stuff like that. That's kind of funny. I'm like, oh shit, I should actually plan to do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Or just be loose enough and not so tight to like I wrote this and I have to do exactly what I wrote. Uh, so you don't have to like you can't really plan to be spontaneous, but you can be open for those moments. Yeah, and if if you're so focused, and what I've done is like pretty much writing a script and that kind of thing uh-huh. to where you're so fixed in that, that you might miss those moments. Yeah. You're yeah. not open to those moments. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, but my biggest, the biggest thing I hate is when I totally forget what I'm going to say. So it's like, I can't do that. It really bothers. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it bothers me because I'm like, I wasted the time not literally, but you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, I, I, I fucked up the joke, so I don't even know if the joke's funny because I messed it up. So I didn't even get a fit. It wasn't even like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like I didn't even, it's like I don't know if I, like I cooked dinner, but like you didn't cook the chicken and it's like pink. It's like, <laughs> shit, I don't even know if this was a good meal because I screwed it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's that's like my least favorite thing to do. Because I'm like, I wasted the stage time and I didn't do the joke right. Like, I didn't even do the joke right and it bombed. So it's like, <laughs> I don't even know if it bombed because it wasn't funny or if it bombed because I stuttered and didn't, he had to look at my notes right. mid sentence. Like, left off some, this yeah. one part or, yeah. Yeah. And I know sure. it's not a big deal, but it's it, that stuff bothers me more than anything else is messing up what I plan. Like, the delivery it's like mm. okay can i at least not mess that up because i don't care if i bomb the joke as much because i just like all right i guess if the joke wasn't funny mm-hmm. but i can't be like, oh, i guess the joke i didn't even do it right you want to be judged on the merit of the joke told at its best yes not like flubbed yeah, yeah. or like yeah because yeah, like sure. it, i mean it could be wording of a joke that that fucks it up like mm. it absolutely could be and it could be like i've noticed it could be the joke's I'm trying to be a little bit conscious about the jokes you tell before. Like you can't just go up. Actually, it was I think it was Tom Segura talking about that. That like he would go. He went up once and like tried to start with like a joke about I forget like a joke about Hurricane Katrina or something. I was at the time, and the and then the entire set bombed. And it's like right. it was you know it's stuff that works. But if they don't like you. You're if fucked. you turn them off right away, yeah, then yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't, yeah. So you gotta like ease into that shit, and yeah, don't start. I mean, you can, you can try, but it better be good, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Or somehow be able to bring them back on your side, yeah. If you do, and in five them. minutes, good luck, <laughs> right? Because if you have a five minute or up in Harrisburg with a three or four minute set, yeah. you don't even have the time to bring them back. So you better just <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't bring them back with two more jokes. <laughs> um, speaking of trying to bring comics back, uh, let, <laughs> let's take a really quick break and then talk about some other comedy news. Okay. Real, Actually, real quick before we get into that, bringing back comics, um, uh, did you hear about Jay Leno? 
No. <laughs> he uh, apparently caught on fire. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know how he has like a billion cars? Yes. And works on cars and that kind of, Apparently, it was this old, uh, really old car. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna look it up but um yeah, yeah. it was a, a crazy old car like uh trying to repair like a fuel line or something like that and got Jeez. sprayed in the face with gasoline wow and then a sudden spark ignited him and luckily he had a friend nearby who like quickly put him out <laughs> Jeez. Um, but then uh and took him to the hospital but uh, he had like th- third degree burns and has to have like skin grafts and that oh kind of thing God. But, yeah that's so crazy for sure. <laughs> How the hell is... I've never even heard of anything like that. Right. Like, just... Man, what the hell sparked when he was working? Because usually when you work on fuel lines, you you know what I mean? You take all the precautions. Right. And it's... The dude should have been able to, like... I don't know. Have everything in place that that would It happen. was a 1907 white steam car. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, and I know Me cars. Neither. 1907. Jeez. Steam car. That sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, so um should have just been a Mustang. Expected <laughs> to remain expected to remain hospitalized for up to 10 days. Whoa. That kind of That's thing. rough. Indeed. God, get better, man. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh, speaking of Jay Leno, uh one of his not biggest fans, <laughs> which I didn't realize uh Gallagher died. Oh, I didn't uh was did they mention that in the interview? Yes. Maybe he yeah, did. he did Maybe say. He did. I mean, he talked a little bit of shit on him. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So the whole uh, bringing comedians back <laughs> that we uh, alluded to. We're trying. Break. Yep. <laughs> we were trying to do a segue there. Um, uh, yeah. So we listened to. Well, okay. Gallagher, the famous comedian, uh-huh. passed away. Um, and with that. An old interview, uh, Mark Maron. Every time a comedian passes that he's interviewed, mm-hmm. he'll post uh, that interview. Uh, even even the ones like I think uh, some of his older ones are behind a paywall. Or yeah, um, yeah, Maron. I think so, that one was, and that he said that when like introducing it, that he you know he's taking it out of the right, right. Um, but it was it was a it was a pretty wild interview. Um, where Gallagher ended up walking out of the yeah, interview. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, you saying that's so funny. Like, Come on, Gallagher. Like, <laughs> so, just said that sentence is fucking hilarious. You could hear me. it in Mark's Mark yeah, Aaron's he voice. Actually, like, Come like, on, Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> as, as he's rolling it sounds out. Like a, it sounds like a bit. Right. Oh, come on, Gallagher. Like, that's so funny. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I, I think it's funny to say something sincere with the name Gallagher. Like, I'm trying to think of another like stage name that would sound equally absurd. Come on, Carrot Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's um, just so fun. Yeah, that was. It's really funny. In the early episodes when we were, you know, kind of fleshing out uh, comedy and like our beginnings as comedy fans and that kind of thing. Gallagher was one that I remembered from my childhood. He kind of became a punchline over time of, oh, he's just a guy that smashes watermelons. Uh-huh. Um, but he actually had 
pretty smart observational material that I think got lost in the spectacle of yeah much in the same way with Burt Kreischer like oh he's just the guy that sure. takes his shirt off but if you watch the whole special there's there's yeah, there's yeah. more substance well yeah or, you, or you'd have head. you'd be or, sure. or say Buckethead. You could I mean, say, oh, he's just the guy with the KFC bucket on his I don't head. know if anybody thinks that. I mean, do, you, do people really like... There are certainly people who would like just dismiss... Write him off? Just dismiss That's hilarious. it as a gimmick. But if you listen to his hundreds of albums, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you can easily see there's substance there and quality there. Like it, it, Yeah, I mean, that'd be crazy to listen to anything that he's fucking played and right. been like, oh, it's just a gimmick. <laughs> it's probably just to make it make you focus on his guitar playing more. Right, like, I mean, there and and protect his anonymity, uh-huh. and and to have a show like you have to be a showman. Yeah. And so if this it is, is funny that business, he would choose you know? a bucket. I mean, it's right. like you could have did something like badass or something. You know what I mean? Like it's right. just funny that you chose that, and he's like a serious guitar player. Like, <laughs> right? It is. It almost hurts his like image. Like it would. He could have chosen like a lot of other things that probably would have helped his image. Right, so and and there fun. are people who do gimmicky things that don't have really substance. have the substance. Mm-hmm. Um, the the band I was talking about earlier, Carmela's Game, you could have just written that off as, oh, they're just wearing the Catholic school uniforms, but like they were like le- legit musicians. Yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. For sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Highly educated in music. Um, the bass player actually teaches music uh-huh. now. Like, um, so, like, once you get past that, like, you have to, if you're going to have some kind of gimmick like that, you have to have the substance to back it up. And sometimes yeah. people do, sometimes people don't. I think Gallagher, I mean, it... Uh, and it's, for me, I've never seen any of it. Right. Because I'm 29. Right. So, <laughs> so like, I'm at a disadvantage with that because I definitely would be open mind, especially now, to be honest, because I didn't even realize, I didn't realize that there was any substance, to be honest. I thought it was, like... You'll do 14 special. He had 14 That's specials. crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, that's wild. And to between ha- all, HBO and Showtime. material, too? Besides th- the watermelon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he would typically end with that, but... um, And and back then, you did have some overlap. Like, I remember... For sure, yeah. If you see everything, like, that's online or as far as streaming... I don't know if Netflix has Bill Hicks stuff now, but they did. They had and, recently. And there's definitely overlap yeah, yeah but at the time everything you did wasn't out there you, oh for sure you know comedians could get five ten years out of one set oh, yeah. or I one mean, act. people still do today but they're not you know big right. names right you know um but gallery like like I, I said in that earlier episode was it made an impact like you're a young kid and you're seeing this kind of goofy guy mm-hmm. jumping around on this giant couch um and then smashing fruit like which now we can recognize or has kind of come it was it was more about like consumerism and advertising like yeah. uh, he got the idea from the vegematic so he came up with the sledgematic mm-hmm. so it was more of like a commentary on that he had a lot of um uh observational stuff and then stuff with like language mm. he had i remember he had this whole bit where he would say how silly the English language is. You'd have a word like comb and he would, he would spell it like C O M B comb bomb B O M B boom. No bomb. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. T O M B Tom. No, that's tomb. Like, Uh and and would go for like five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? And just and rapid fire, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he definitely had substance. I had no idea until I listened to this interview with Mark Marin that he had kind of gone off the rails a little bit in terms of some material. Um, And I I guess he was so... uh, He was a little high-strung in the interview that I I wouldn't have guessed um, for somebody who's so silly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, but uh, I guess recap. Yeah, they the, seemed a- agitated almost, right off almost the get-go. From the beginning. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, I would highly recommend anybody listen to this. Um, Mark Marin posted it's, his podcast is WTF. And uh, it's like maybe two or three episodes back where he actually, uh, anybody who. Yeah, it, you'll find it. Yeah. yeah. It's not. <laughs> Um, but if if you have any interest in comedy whatsoever, definitely listen to that. It was it was interesting because a lot of what they were talking about is actually still relevant today as far as what is okay to joke about, whether or not there's anything that's off limits. Yeah. If certain subjects are off limits, depending on the context, mm-hmm. like they're okay to joke about in one context, but in another, maybe not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to recap the interview a little bit, they kind of start off. Um, Marin's not even in his home studio. They they were able like to meet up room. in a in a hotel, um, and it's a little it, not confrontation confrontational, no, but, it, but like, it's like it's kind of contentious from the beginning. There's, yeah, there's a little tension Which right is, off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then at the time. Gallagher, I guess, was starting to get a reputation for having jokes that um, were on the borderline of uh, homophobic and or racist yeah, or yeah. and or um, that kind of realm that kind of started to become problematic. And Marin kind of brought this up mm-hmm. and immediately Gallagher was pretty defensive and then they kind of started getting into it, um, each each trying to defend their position. Yeah, yeah. And it culminated culminated in just Gallery just being like, I'm done, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which it wasn't yeah. even like, because I knew, I mean, he prefaces the interview with like that it's that he walks out. Right. And I was like surprised. I was like waiting for it to really build mm-hmm. to like an explosion. And it didn't. It wasn't that, cra- you know what I mean? It wasn't. It was like kind of abrupt when he left, and it wasn't right. even like that crazy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like I it think, wasn't. I, th- I what I wish would have happened because they were both. They're both very smart people. Oh, I had no idea. I mean, I didn't know anything about Gallagher anyway, right. but he was clearly intelligent, right? About some stuff. Some stuff he started going a little conspiracy theory ish with. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, but. But they were both smart enough and accomplished enough mm-hmm. that they probably could have had a really constructive yeah. conversation about if both sides could have been a little more calm, yeah, or 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 try to defuse the situation. Um, probably could have had a pretty constructive conversation about comedy in general. Yeah, I didn't think it was even not headed that way. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I didn't think it wasn't. And being I think, constructive. I think that's where Marin was approaching it from. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and he was a little bit, um, a little bit, what I brash maybe I would. But be that's the just term. that's just him. Yeah, but he's like that with everybody. I actually, he I don't. Yeah. I actually haven't listened to too much Marin, and mm. uh, I expected him to be more. And like I was like, no, nah, this was fair. Like this was definitely fair. Yeah. Like he wasn't that bad. I mean, he definitely pushed back pretty hard. But at that's times. his thing with everybody. Yeah, like he he does that. Like he has sure, yeah, yeah. Know, not a negative reputation, but like just reputation. Like he'll, yeah, he will push back. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. Um, I didn't think that he pushed back too hard. No, but I guess I don't know. Some people are. I, mean, I think maybe that Gallagher was like I, I, saying his name in conversation sounds weird. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> say, uh, like team. He seemed like. I don't want to say overly defensive, but he seemed like, I don't know if maybe he's was really going through the controversy or whatever. Right. Like people were really riding him hard Which or something. I, I don't remember hearing any of that. I mean, at that time, my ear probably wasn't as close to the comedy ground no, as it is now. Definitely, like, mine wasn't even close. Um, but I had no idea. All I knew, I didn't even know he was still performing in that time. But you know how the internet is now. I mean, it right. was 2013. That was late enough in the internet that, like, just like it is now, I mean, pe- people could, there could be, like, a huge controversy and you still don't even know about it. Right. Like, that's how big the world is that nobody, nothing's that And then big. they also make non-controversies into controversies. Yeah. Like and then, like, like yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, to you, if you're the person getting all this bad rap, you see all these articles, but like you did, like you said, you didn't even know about it. So yeah, it's like all, all I knew was what I had seen when I was younger, and then I knew that he had gone through some shit with uh, his brother because he had given his brother permission to do the act as long as he didn't present it as Gallagher. Yeah. It, it was like presented as Gallagher. brother of yeah, or yeah. as Gallagher's brother, but then then that line started getting blurred. So I, mm-hmm. I remember all of that, but I don't remember any of yeah. the other stuff. And it was weird with this interview. Uh, he was going so hard on defending random street jokes that he had heard and then repeated at his shows. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... I think he straddles that line of like old comedy where you could kind of do that. Yeah. And I yeah. don't, I don't think there's a comedian alive today who would be caught dead. Just like, Oh, there's this like street joke that, that I just, I just heard. Did, yeah. Like, nobody. I mean, no, yeah. not really. Besides like, I don't know. I guess so, some people might, but, right. but he was going really hard on defending that. Yeah. And I get, I like, I understood both sides of the argument. Mm hmm. It wasn't even barely an argument. I mean, I guess it was it was an argument, especially <laughs> like I guess it was definitely an argument. But uh, like it definitely like both sides have merit. Like I'm a comedian. Like his his big thing was like I'm a I'm a fucking telling jokes. Right. And I actually I felt a little bad because he didn't see he doesn't seem like necessarily a malicious person. He seems right, like he just right. had a broad sense of humor, and he definitely yeah. was not sensitive. Yeah, I don't think he had an actual like malicious intent or or even um, a disdain for any of the communities that the jokes the, were about. No, no, and he even said that like he wouldn't tell, which was plays blurring the lines a little bit. Like he wouldn't tell certain jokes in certain places, like right. he because they wouldn't work. And he's just telling the jokes that the audience in that area would like, and it's like, so I like I get what he said, like, and also he was, 
I think he was from that generation. Which I mean, they're in age; they weren't like crazy far apart. But that just before where you did start to have to have some sensitivities around those areas. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gone so far in the other direction where even a joke about a thing has become like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you can. Yeah, but no, it's I all never... about it's all about context. Yeah. And I think I think the truth is always somewhere in between. You can't just say, oh, I'm a comedian. So I can so say whatever. But I also don't think like there are any topics that are off limits. You just have to do it properly. Yeah, yeah. And there's only one so, way to find out how to do it. Right. So like that's a big right. part. Like you have to work on it. Right. And if the most appropriate thing, like, and I definitely agree. I agree with that. Like especially because you, it there's supposed to be an understanding. I'm a comedian. And I'm trying to make you laugh. So th- none of this is. This isn't a TED talk. This isn't like I'm not trying to rally you. Mm-hmm. I'm not, that is never the intention. So like, you're that, ki- you're kind of supposed to say what you're not supposed yeah, to that's, say it. That's, but you have. There's to a find reason the funny why. Angle. There's a reason why those are the most. Those are the most. Uh, the most uh, successful comics because that's what people like. A lot of people want to hear. They think it's funny. Like that's how that works. Like it's not a. It's, it's not like a. Yeah, it's not because the world's hateful. That's not why, like, people who have crazy, like, dark jokes or, t- like, touch on topics that are definitely offensive are successful. They, that's because that's, it's funny. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, so I definitely see that side of it. And I see the side of it that, like, you, sh- you know, if you're hurting people, you should, address that maybe adjust the material or don't do the material i don't know you know what i mean there's definitely there's definitely lines that you can cross but right with yeah with him i mean it is no yeah and it's it, he seemed like very it's funny because he was he seemed like i'm not just uh like the goofy act mm-hmm. but then also you wanted to just be the goofy act when you were getting pushed back from your jokes being maybe offensive right right which is fun it's i, I still understand what he was saying but it's like oh so now you're just a comedian right <laughs> you had a message but now you're a comedian when you're right. getting pushed back but but then at no, the same time he was talking it, some wild shit like trying to be a scientist at the same time like yeah yeah about like cell phones and radiations like that radiation does not change your dna like no, that's yeah. not you're not gonna grow a tumor from using your cell phone. That's not no. a thing. <laughs> and I mean I do I understand kinda like that you should be aware I mean if dead dead he was making sense with like you should be aware of the technology you're using. Right, right, right. But then yeah, so I don't I don't I mean whatever. I mean it is crazy. Do you ever see you can pop like if you call uh for, cell phones around like popcorn, they will pop the popcorn. <laughs> Like if you have uh, four cell phones around like kernels of popcorn and you call them at the same time, they'll pop. Is that really a thing? I don't know, man. I saw a bunch of videos. I don't know if that's been debunked or anything, but right. I have seen that. There's definitely like I'm, a. I'm skeptical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then there's definitely um people living near like uh not power plants under like power lines. Yeah, or, definitely. Right. I mean, I've seen I've seen claims that i've never lived under power lines so i can't even speak to that but i've seen 
people say claim that it's like done things to them. Hmm. I can't think of any examples, but I don't. I mean, po- anything's possible, right? <laughs> and there's plenty of stuff that we found out. Like Johnson and Johnson just fucking gave a bunch of kids cancer with their powder. Really? Oh yeah, like their talcum powder. I guess was like, yeah, not good, not healthy, not safe at all. And they went through years, and that they probably got fined like a mil- two million dollars or some. Sh- you know how that shit goes. Like the company right, will get right. fined like some money, but they made a billion dollars <laughs> off of it. Right, right, right. Okay, there was another one recently about something like that that they like. The, 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 well, people polluting tons of companies dumping plastic or dumping waste in the ocean and then they get fined but they get fined like five million dollars they profited like 26 billion right to them that's just the cost of doing yeah it's literally because they're not paying taxes anyway so yeah yeah fucking difference yeah so like (laughs) but regardless yeah come back gallagher (laughs) (laughs) come on gallagher um that that was yeah that was absolutely hilarious but overall i mean it was a good I mean, it, it, yeah, like I said, it was weird that he left like that because I didn't think it was that confrontational. It was, but yeah. it wasn't mean. It wasn't... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they could have gotten somewhere really good and constructive, but it, you know, it is what it is. It's yeah. still it seemed a like, good listen. It's yeah, still, it, it like, is. Yeah, yeah, for sure it's a good listen. It seems like he was very defensive. And maybe he had... I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't have good reason to be. Maybe he's been getting shit on. Maybe he's looking at all the... He's looking at the comments. <laughs> you can't look at the comments, Damien. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, we don't get any. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess he, he's clearly sensitive about the way he was portrayed. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely still relevant today. I mean, even last week with Chappelle's... For sure. Uh, monologue on SNL. Yeah. It's still what can you joke about? What can't you joke about? What I th- I think Chappelle runs into issues and not like I I thought it was a good monologue. Yeah. I feel like he can blur the line between where it's like you feel like he's making a statement versus a joke. Yeah. I feel like people get away with it better when they are joke, joke writers. Right, right. Which is easy to like, you can't take it out of context because they it's a jo- it's just the joke. Mm-hmm. But for sure, that's a big part of the problem. Because people, right. people with that, like, you know, what Jimmy Carr or whatever, he's a joke writer. So like the, the way that the joke is written mm-hmm. is like, it's hard to take that out of context. Right. It's hard to take it seriously because it's, it's just a short, you know, it's a short, punchy joke. It's hard to like, y- people still get mad. <laughs> For sure. For, especially him or like Jesselnik or I'm trying to think of like Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. is one that will get, you know, a lot of like, they, they fucking go through, they go to like material you're not supposed to joke about. And uh, like, for sure, they definitely... It's it's harder to take certain people. It's you know it's easier to take people out of context or harder to take people out of context depending on the joke. You know. But yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't find anything personally like offensive about Chappelle's, but I, I could see as he was doing it, I was like, "That's going to be quoted." 
Well, that's going to be quoted. <laughs> like, I was actually that's surprised. Be, <laughs> like, I was actually surprised yeah. because he's made jokes similar to that in the past and it went completely over people's heads. Right. Never talked it like, oh, you're mad about this joke? That's interesting. Right. Because, yeah. And it I, it always bothers me when people that aren't in the community complain about it. For sure. Because Jon Stewart defended him. Mm-hmm. So... What what are we doing here? Like you, I, I it, that always rubs me the wrong way because you don't get the speed. I don't understand why people think it's appropriate, and it's always white people. It's like, aren't you ti- Don't aren't you done? Like I thought, I thought that's what is now what we're getting towards, where like just white people don't get to just speak about other communities. Like that's what you're trying to defend, but then you're doing it right now. Like it's funny to me when that happens because it always it's ironic to me. When white people right. attack other people for saying stuff about it, a community that they're not involved in, yeah, like for sure, it's that white saviorism. It's not. <laughs> it it's fu- It's just ironic to me when I see that specifically. But uh, so what we're yeah. saying is white people are the problem. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's a joke, right? right but right. no, it's it's funny because that's what the, they're saying. Like the people that are like. You know what I mean? It's like the pe- like a lot of the white people that think that all white people are the problem. Right. Are ne- you're doing it now. Like you're doing it right now. Like you're doing what you said about. It would be like a man talking about the problems of like mansplaining. It's like you're doing it. Like <laughs> the shit like that just makes me laugh. Right. Which I don't get any of the hate against Jewish people. If you're telling me like your religion mandates that you do not work on Saturday, I'm fucking, I'm converting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, like you're yeah, telling yeah. me like <laughs> by religious doctrine, yeah, never, like you do not work on like Saturday. Like fuck that. Like I'm in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. For well, sure. no. And like yeah, there was no with like that monologue, there was no hate speech. Right. You know what I mean? But regardless, um, there were jokes. I just, like I said, he, I think he runs into problem. Like any any comic or like comedically minded person can understand the nuance of what he's saying. Sure, but if you're just in that surface, if, if you're in that surface level of oh this this subject. You can't make any joke about it. You, they're yeah. they're not even hearing what he's saying. No, it's no. Just, a lot of times a that's few what it is. Trigger words. Yeah. Oh, he's he said that, so like, it's automatically labeled anti-Semitic. And yeah, yeah. What you were saying, John Stewart. And he was also it's, him. the funniest thing is he just shit on Kanye for the first right. Like he was <laughs> making fun of somebody that got you know what I mean. It's like it's I don't know. yeah. It's funny you to cut all the nuance out of the That's whole joke. Part of, yeah, exactly. He's literally making, he was making fun of Kanye. Like he was joking about somebody saying anti-Semitic shit. Right. So it's like, wh- wh- why are you only taking the part that you want to use? It's so funny when people do that too. It's like, you're taking the part you want to like, uh, but then you're ignoring all the other jokes. I don't know. It's, it's goofy, but, yeah, and, 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 and with that, and I guarantee a hundred, a hundred percent, I bet even 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 after the Kanye stuff recently, even after that, that monologue doesn't get any pushback if it wasn't for recent controversies at him anyway. Mm. I th- I think, I think yeah. that without the recent controversies surrounding him, 
he wouldn't even know, but he nobody wouldn't even talk about it. Just like nothing. Louis C.K. was one of the nobody was complaining about his material until the jerking off stuff. Right. Then everybody somehow starts having a problem. It's like a word. Now you have a problem. With what he said, like when they leaked that set of his that he was working on about like I don't even remember. It was something about. I forget what he, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to trample the jokes, although he'll probably never tell them because they got leaked. But when he was working out a set and somebody filmed it and released it and, he, and a bunch of people got pissed off. It's like, you know, his comedy, mm-hmm. he's all, you know what I mean? Like you, you're, this is him. This is the comedy he does. It wasn't a problem before, but now you hate him. So now you hate what he's doing. Like you're letting, your bias is definitely showing here. Like you don't like this person. So now you don't like what they say. So even if they're agreeing, like they could agree, people are so like uh, culty, like team oriented, mm. especially in like anything political. Somebody sure. you hate could say exactly what you believe and you'll find a way to hate what they said. Like you will, people are so campy when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it's just a lot of it ends up being that. You know, if you hate somebody already, there's no chance. A lot of people cannot see past that. They could say right. they, they could, they've already dismissed him as transphobic, so anything else is going to be it will absolutely the next, yeah it will it's, it's Dave, through yeah. that same filter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Any and a lot of it. You know, once somebody hates somebody, they will not find anything they say funny. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So which goes into like. If you start off your set, if you make the crowd hate you at the beginning of your set, you have to get, you have to win them back or yeah. bomb for the rest of the set. I think maybe that would be a trick to have more people listen. Like maybe if up front we were funny, <laughs> they might listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that would help. That would help. We got to learn how to do those monologues like on like flagrant and shit. We got we to gotta learn how to write jokes in that. <laughs> In, in a format. <laughs> Indeed. Um, thank you to all who have listened thus far. Yep. I know we say it every time, but we do appreciate it. We do actually appreciate definitely. it. If you're listening, if you're listening, listening right now, we definitely fucking appreciate <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Gallagher. And uh, yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Do all that. Feel free to hit.